welcome to 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews, where we take random movies from Metacritic's 15K Plus Movies to randomly watch whether we like it or not. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews. This is Colin. And this is Niall. And this is random movie number 70. It's um, a movie called, well, it's a mini movie called Lover's Rock. It's from a series called Small Axe, released on BBC first and foremost, and then on Amazon Prime later. Now, if you are committed listeners to our program, you will have, other, um, you'll have already noticed that it's not movie 120, which is called Past Lives. And we just recently, or we just figured out after we finished that last episode that this isn't even released in our area yet or streaming so we could not watch it so there are many faxes sent back and forth and telegrams <laughs> and so we were we decided to roll again and this is what we got so we i think if we got shawshank redemption i think he wouldn't trust us anymore so this was authentic role and we got this random kind of bizarre sort of 68 minute movie and um yeah it's it's up it's there a number, number movie 20. that isn't really a movie but is a movie yeah so it's a part of a i think it's five episodes five um, episodes yeah yeah, yeah. small acts as we said on the bbc directed by mr steve mcqueen not the uh steve mcqueen that dined in 1980 because that would be weird, weird. Um, but a steve mcqueen from london uh who has got some well, he's, he's got an Oscar to in his name, so he's he's no he's no small chap on this one. No, and you can tell it's really it's slickly produced, it's slickly directed, it's it's quite um, layered texturally mm. with with the with the visuals and and the sound as well. Yeah, of course he directed Twelve Years a Slave and Hunger, which was Mr. relevant. Mr. Fastbender, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this was released in November 2020 on BBC One. So it's been out for a while. It's been pretty lauded by critics. It's had 25 wins and 85, 86 nominations for awards. I didn't go into all of them, but it's it's pretty well loved. It has a meta score of 95, but a user score of 5.9. And I think I'll dip into a couple of the user scores just to um, see what people think of it in comparison to the meta score of 95. The plot doesn't really exist and maybe Niall you can describe why it doesn't exist well the plot to me is a day in the life of a I don't know late teens early 20s girl who's sneaking out of her house to go to a house party to a lover's rock house party uh, lover's rock being a style of reggae which is a bit more romantic than the standard upbeat um uh, beats per minute type reggae stuff um that's pretty much it uh stuff happens there, there is a bit of an arc to it there she goes out with her friend bad stuff happens halfway through and then good things happen but you know it, it's one night and, and it's not as interesting a story as you might think yeah it's more of a as we were talking about earlier it's more of a snapshot in the time it it, it describes you know, a, a musical movement. It describes a culture at the time in London. So it is interesting, but there ain't no plot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, it is actually interesting to watch. It's 68 minutes. It feels a little longer, I, I think. Yeah, there's a, few... there's a reason why it feels long. Uh, and we can probably get into those. And there's a couple of pieces that were needlessly extended. Um, 
Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute when we get to it, but Silly it could games. have been 20. Yeah. <laughs> why, why? 10 minutes of that. Why? It was very, it was quite cool, but then it's repeated two, three times, I think. Three times, yeah. And, you know, halfway through the second time, you're like, okay, I get, I get it. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the movie starts off, I think I was like, okay, so they're obviously setting up for a party. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a girl's birthday party. And I think I realized it wasn't really going to be much of a plot to it because it really, took its time um showing you the intricacies of setting up an amp and moving in some music uh, equipment yeah. and you could see the wires and, yeah. yeah stuff you don't need to see really um <clears throat> kind of filler but not completely pointless as well though uh like while they're moving the amps there is a bit of a backdrop exposed in that they're they're emptying a truck or a van with the amps out into the house and uh, in the background there's a few lads looking on with the disdain in their eyes uh, possibly because they're white lads and these are Jamaican or Jamaican descent and they don't particularly like them in their area for some reason yeah yeah it's, it's kind of showing the, the the era and the times that they that they're in yeah and it was substantial <clears throat> tension in london at the time early 80s late 70s oh, yeah. yeah i kind of i i kind of look back on it now and i understand that it's not meant to be a plot driven movie and no now, no now that i now that i look back on those you know the, the cable has been plugged into the amp and the microphone being set up and the DJ doing some solo riffing on his own. Yeah. You know, it's, it adds to the, to the texture of the movie. Does it have uh, a plot? No, no, but well, it, it has... it's, a very, it's a very visual, a very obviously sound based. And there's almost to a smell to it. Like, like the, the scene in the kitchen where they're cooking up this, mm. uh, uh, goat curry looks, food looks amazing. You can almost taste it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it it's, as you say, the plot's not that important to it. It's more about the feeling of what's going on. Yeah, and I think talking about it now make, kind of makes me appreciate it more. I, 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 I wasn't, I, I, my attention drifted a couple of times, but I think we have to yeah. look at it as a movie that isn't a movie. It's a, it's sort of a sensual, um, oral and aural. You're making um, it sound dirty here now. <laughs> <laughs> visual, all, all, all the ewels. All the Ewells, Ewell, Ewell Brenner. Um, you know, like there's like I, I even just noted down like the um, the wallpaper and, and the carpet. Mm. It's all very seventies. Everything's seventies. Everything's, everything's, everything's there's a whole big bag of uh, nostalgia with this. Yeah, and like you know, we we shift from the DJ setting up to the two friends sitting outside on the swing, waiting for the bus, running for the bus to get to the Lovers Rock uh, mm. party, and it's just the, even the conductor on the bus. I remember a conductor being on the bus in going out towards um the coolie peninsula i remember that little <laughs> i remember the metal chrome that's, of the machine and the i little, do as well the twirly that's, handle that's not last week <laughs> oh, no, 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 that was but that was um early 80s probably and yeah, that was yeah yeah that's when it died out it died out but it just it actually was very well done and uh, she's all very in a party mood, and and this comes back later in the movie. But she sees a man carrying a cross, and she's she she 
she did a bit of a double take as you would a bit of a double take but it also makes her reflect she's she's skipping out of her bedroom window and yeah, you know yeah, yeah. you know the whole movie ends with her climbing back in and the minute she touches her head on the pillow her mother shouts time for church and so it's like so like, <laughs> I've, I've, I've kind of been there I, I you know i can associate with that but uh yeah and and it was a at the very last scene before that um there's a man picking up his cross again the same man um yes. just as they're heading home from the party yeah packing up the party is the uh, packing up the cross as they pack up the uh yeah, oh no, he was, he was yeah. putting it together wasn't he, he was putting it yeah back he was again. folding it back out which was yeah. kind of freaky because they were finishing up their party and he was just getting up to you know to commit himself to to jesus i, I guess i guess that's the message that's happening there it's the kind of changing of the guard from from uh, naughtiness during the night to <laughs> servitude during the day or something right. off the mass off the mass yeah yeah she'd probably see that guy with the cross in, in church probably yeah. um <clears throat> it kind of um something like uh it cuts to the to the bouncer outside and everybody's going in and the girls get in for free and the boys are charged money and we see a guy in a red cap lurking across the street and you go okay something's going to happen with that dude later <laughs> something, boy, yeah yeah something certainly certainly does but like you know the party gets going and you know it's it's you know they're getting jiggy with it right it's, that plays that's uh, well it's not you know will smith's version but getting jiggy with it i don't know <laughs> if it's actually called getting jiggy with it the original probably not but no the, it's that, not <laughs> no that's um they all start and it's pretty much just a music fest and just the movement of bodies and you know the the, the music going through them and the whole lovers rock uh, there's a whole of music. heap of gyrating and grinding and all that fun stuff yeah and then uh it's, it's actually the kung fu fighting scene was actually really cool very funny fun. I, thought I enjoyed it yeah it was fun it's like a whole it pretty much plays nearly the entire song and they're doing all the movements in this small living room and uh yeah it's, it's it's fun and it's it shows you the the joyfulness that that music was giving them because you know back then you're you're waiting for the radio station to play a song hopefully that it's yeah. someone you like i i enjoyed as well um you know it's kind of a pick like because lovers rock is defined as romantic reggae people going to a lovers rock party you're going to well score if you will um you're trying to hook up um I liked the the cut and trust of the um, attempts and the knockbacks. Mm, yeah, there's the, some the, cutting knockbacks in it. I really enjoyed that. The the, the dance of the um, partnering up, you know, surrounding mm. the actual dancing. It yeah. actually reminded me of um, there's a dance in Billy Brennan's barn tonight. That poem, <laughs> the Irish poem, because yeah, yeah. um, yeah, people go by in twos and threes. That lyric, that line from that poem, and it's it's. It's very much like people getting partnering up and then you see the people on the outskirts just just better way better music let's be honest yeah yeah true true yeah but the same sort of release you yeah. know oh absolutely yeah yeah <clears throat> so yeah you like and, and what you alluded to there there's a lot of verbal dancing as well as real mm. dancing you know a little like sword fighting you know jousting about you know the, the courting sort of process i guess for want of a better phrase um yeah. it, it cuts between like um people in there dancing and then there's a little place outside the back where they're having some joints smoking and food eating and it's a whole big big vibe oh, yeah. and crystal crystal met speed you mean <laughs> <laughs> no 
No, no, not at all. <laughs> just, the Mary, just the Mary Jane. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you're what you mentioned earlier. There's a big, massive scene where they're playing a song, and there's a there's a real. I think this is one of the major scenes where people are just pairing up, and like that happens quite uh, succinctly and obviously. Oh, yeah. And you know, there's a close up of hands grabbing um, around the body, and and just just and very a, sort a lot of, of elbows touched. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sort of the red dress, the Bertie girl gets mad because she's on the out, outskirts of it then. Yeah. And the um our um our main main act actress Martha, our main girl Martha, um there's this smarmy guy with the um massive I, I have him written down as the creepy lad with the hat. Yeah, <laughs> smarmy guy with a hat I got. Anyway, he's he's really obnoxious and he tries to, to get in with Martha, but Martha's already found a little a little dude and um hooked up with Franklin. Who seems Franklin. like a you know, he's got he's got a gift of the gab, but he seems like a reasonable bloke, unlike yeah. creepy lad with the hat slash smarmy guy. Yeah, he was he was played very well, that smarmy guy. He had he the was, face of a smarmy guy. Yeah, so his, her Martha's friend legs it because you know, she's seen Martha score, as you put it, and Martha tries yeah. to run after him and uh, run after her in the street, and that's when the, the four white racists are, are in the streets. And yeah, and that that was quite a <clears throat> bit of a segue into you know from a, a night out story to oh we'll slap in some pretty severe racism. Yeah, yeah, like, like the, the the noises the guys were making clearly intended to intimidate, but they all scarpered smartish though when the bouncer guy who's the bouncer guy huge. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it, obviously Mr. McQueen was probably just you know setting a, a small scenario around the actual microcosm that is the the, the dance, mm. the dance, the lovers rock session. Basically, I think we go in then to that major um, lengthy scene where the song called <laughs> "Silly Silly Games" that I've never heard of before, but it's stuck in my head now because. That's yeah, quite yeah, good. It's quite a, yeah, it's quite a good it's song. It's a nice song, but you know, if it's on repeat for ten minutes, it's 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 going to be with you for the rest of your life now. Yeah, it's <laughs> good, quite though. a good scene, wasn't it? Like it, it it's, yeah. There's energy. There's fun. There's a lot of fun. It, it kind of a and it's kind of a little break as well from everybody pairing off, where they just forget about that whole thing and they just go into the music and they're all singing and they're all laughing and enjoying themselves and dancing. Like it, it's a quite a Beautifully happy scene, like you know, uh, it's quite similar. yeah, yeah. And I, I quite like the technical aspect of it when they actually turn the music off, and you can hear the singing, but you also hear the shuffling feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's sort of like an intimate moment shared in this little small room between everybody. So this is where the foley artist got the feet thing right. <laughs> the feet sounded good to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they passed the test there. Well, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from Steve McQueen's uh, directed movie. Um. I wonder, I, I wrote down, you know, is Silly Games a reflection on the relationship sort of experience that's, that's happening that night? I wonder, because... Probably, actually. You know, it's, it's, it's quite apt. Yeah, because Smarmy Guy and Red Dress get together and... Uh... That's, apt, that that's very important that it's after Martha knocks Smarmy slash Creepy Guy back and yeah. he attempts to go into the toilet when she's yeah. in there and obviously yeah. she kicks him out and says jog on buddy um yeah, but exactly. he, he's quite forceful yeah so um so, so he partners up during silly games with with Bertie girl um yeah. cousin 
Martha's cousin is is um is presented as the guy with the red hat who barges in, just quite an angry fella. But he gets in anyway. But then Martha heads out and hears some yelling in the background and smarmy guy is, you know, trying to assault Bertha Girl and he um he gets told what for by Martha and he's quite a nice scene. Well, 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 back she, in the house. She she pulled a knife on him or <clears throat> she takes <clears throat> one off the floor, which was quite handily there, uh sticks it to his throat and tells the the girl, Get in behind me. Yeah. Yeah, well done, Martha. Yeah, she's she's hardcore. Fair play. <laughs> Smarmy, smarmy boy, um, he's allowed back in the house. You know, it's weird. You see him back dancing. Yeah. It's like, get, get him out of there. Yeah, and he, he, he's angry for a little bit. Like, he's clearly angry he's having a beer, but he forgets all about it. And nobody's really annoyed by him. I, I suppose there's only two, three people who know what he's done. Um, but it's, I, I think that's an important piece to it, though. Like, you know, it's... Not everything's always great, even at a a party, you know. There's, there's always a chance a little bit of tension. Yeah. yeah, a bit of tension. Things aren't great sometimes. It's, it's more realistic. Yeah, um, like the, the dance floor is tense. And I thought um, Smarmy Boy and Red Hat Boy would be would be going at each other. And I thought that's he was... exactly what I had assumed because <clears throat> I thought, oh, here's two guys on edge. Yeah, this is going to be a big fight. Yeah. But a uh, red hat guy can, you know, dig a groove. He can do some rapping over the. He was pretty good, rock. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah, and he was busting a move too. Like his, his dance moves were pretty good. Everybody's happy with him then. So um, that's pretty much the end of the the lovers' rock party because then it basically goes to the bike ride home with Martha and her beau, and he brings her into the repair shop, and the white boss comes in and tells him, "Oh, you don't treat this like a." Knock and shop. Knock and shop. I think that's exactly the words. <laughs> Great phrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, to um, to speak again of a little bit of tiny. This guy didn't seem too racist, but he did use the phrase "you guys" um, mm. kind of derogatorily. Um, mm. Possibly not as bad as it could have been, but yeah, it just adds to the the background of the tensions of the time. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, what else? She basically gets home, as I described earlier. She sneaks in through the window and get up. Time for church happens, and she kind of smiles and gets up, and it's over. The end. Yeah, so I think, <clears throat> obviously, the it's a, it's a strange movie to review under the, the, the plot um, category because the plot is quite weak it's not the strongest part of the story could you have done something in 68 minutes i'm like obviously i'm not as you know uh, creative as steve mcqueen but uh i think he his his uh modus operandi was for to make a layered textual homage to lover's rock music a bit of googling about where he got his um motivation for this one is his aunt molly who basically lived this during mm. the eighties? Um, so he, he tapped her for information on it. So it's basically her life. She's basically Martha. Oh, yeah, cool. That's good to know. And it, it's so, so I guess experience. you know because it's personal experience doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be all that entertaining. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that said, the, the texture of it is very vivid. Yeah, and like you know, I'm going to give it a two for plot. 
uh, the plot would be <clears throat> I'd mark it down less than that if 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 the texture of the movie wasn't as good as it was. You know, I could give it a one, but I, I'm going to give it higher marks in, in other areas just to sort of... I, I'm afraid I, I went with a one. Um, and that's not to say I didn't enjoy this. Um, yeah. It's just the other areas, parts of this movie, the other sections are highly scored, but there is no plot, as you said earlier. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a short movie about a night, and it's more about the, the feeling of it than it is about a plot in my mind. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. And that's that's why we categorize things just to segregate the, the different um, sections out. Um, acting, I thought was quite good. I gave it 2.5. I think um, I think the main actors did a good job. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. I don't think there's a, there's, a, there's a large range that they had to cover, but what they did do was done very well. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I just went middle of the road, 2.5. Like, nothing crazy stood out to me. I think um, Smarmy Boy was was well played. I he thought. was very good. I thought Marta was very good as well, as was um, yeah. Frankie Boy and um, Marta's cousin. thought they were all very good. Yeah, and the DJ guys were fun as well. They were, they were. Yeah. Uh, so what, would you, what did you give it for acting? Uh, two and a half as well. Yeah, like soundtrack. I think there's a couple of there's some. I think it drives the, the movie obviously, and there's Completely. a lot of. And I'm very happy that I would never heard of Lovers Rock genre before, and and it's been it's pretty good to get some more knowledge about other music things that I would never listen to. Um, yeah, I gave it four out of five. I thought the soundtrack was the heart heart and soul of the movie, and it and it pretty much drove it home. So I think. If it if the if the music was in another movie, I wouldn't given it. I wouldn't give it so much. I wouldn't give it so high a mark. But because yeah. it's the principal driver of the movie, then I feel that a more weighty. It, weight. it feels like it's a it's a it's one of the main characters of the movie. It's 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 very important <clears throat> to the story. Yeah, yeah. What did you give it? I I, I wasn't as well. I got three and a half. Um, and I only mm. knocked it down because of two songs that went on overly long the first being as you said um silly games just yeah. well i actually liked the song when it started i yeah. didn't like it after 10 minutes and the same then for um what was it the mercury sound this is the mercury sound over and over again for six weeks um near the end of the movie was yeah a bit much oh yeah 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 i remember that now yeah yeah that's fine um i think production was obviously very slick i thought there was like an orange dot sort of in floating in the camera a lot. And I think it was on purpose. It, I, happens, I at the, it happens at the start Have of the you movie. Got glaucoma? At, <laughs> no, I've got other issues with my eyes, but not glaucoma. <laughs> um, no, it happens at the start and then it, and I saw it at the end as well. And it sort of mirrors, there's an orange light bulb hanging around the DJ's neck at near the end oh, as well. Yeah, and it sort, of, yeah. it sort of mirrors that. And I just wonder, I didn't look it up or anything, but I don't know if it's intentional or not. But anyway, other than that, I thought it was very um, rich with 70s vibes, and I thought it was delivered very well. well. And production was very good. Like, there's yeah. no question about that. I, I, I personally went with a four on that. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I get 3.5. I was just, uh, it's, it's, it's well done. Slickly oiled exactly. lover's rock. Exactly. Yeah. Slippy rock, slippy rock. So that was uh, that was good to to um, 
jump into there. Um, sorry, everybody, if you were waiting for a review of past lives, but we will get to that whenever it is released, I believe maybe in maybe another month or so, perhaps that might happen. Yeah, that can so, be a bonus episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that one out when, when we get to it. Oh, let me just read out a couple of reviews here. Um, the, everything's pretty high. Um, slash films uh, gave it 70 out of 100. It was, it's the lowest one on Metacritic. It says, clocking in at a little over an hour, Lover's Rock is naturally a little lean, limited by its one-night premise and its brief sojourn into these characters' lives. But it's a tone poem that feels at once a love letter to the style of reggae music, which it's named after, and to the people who danced and fell in love to that music in 80s London. That's, that's is... a very good definition of what this is. Yeah. And then... Um, well, everybody, a lot, a lot of people give it 100, but the New York Times is top of the list here with 100 out of 100. Electric and alive, as few films are, Lover's Rock will make you giddy with longing for a pleasure we've been too long denied. The singular singular rush of being one with a beat and a room full of possibilities. Sort of made yeah, me bit of a remember. Yeah, sort of made me remember of us. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day in that um, rock. Rockefellers, yeah. <laughs> it is exactly uh, like, like when they're, when the lads are going mental near the end of it, yeah, and they're lo losing themselves to the beat. I remember that. Uh, yeah, different music, but it, it it's same effect, and it's yeah. very real. And it, it it was very nostalgic to me as well. Yeah, yeah, it's something that I really don't do it. Like I obviously don't experience that anymore unless I go to a concert and you're too I'm old, buddy. You're too old. Yeah, unless I'm brave enough to go up front. Like the last time I went up front, probably was fake no more. Um, ten years ago, whatever, and I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> All these young whippersnappers. Yeah, uh, just a couple of um, six out of ten user reviews. I just, because it kind of mirrors what we, we what we're saying. Tropic Aces says great atmosphere and music, but the aimless plot holds it back. It makes you miss coming mm. to parties and meeting new people more more than anything. Perfect. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um. Uh, J Lewis underscore zero zero one gave it six out of ten. He says it doesn't really say much. It just captures a moment. It was good, but it just felt lesser. So you know, yeah, yeah, gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's the main the main uh, vibe main that we, we get. Yeah. yeah. So um, our next episode will be a recap of the last um, uh, movies from episode twelve to episode twenty. So we won't roll. A random movie that'll happen at the end of our recap episode which will um, come out next week so uh that is the end of episode 20 and we'll see you on the recap episode 21 bye bye later